Hello and welcome to Not If I Reboot You First, it's the podcast that takes our favorite properties and reboots them before Hollywood has the chance to. It's a little bit like brainstorming fanfiction, or if my past several episodes have been inferred, it's a little bit like brainstorming game design. Welcome to <laughs> RNGG, a random number generator for gaming podcast. I'm Lindsay and I use she, her pronouns. I'm Tanner, they, them. Lindsay, have you ever played an MMO? Uh, I never got past character creation, really. I mean, that is usually the best part. <laughs> yeah. There's a YouTuber I follow named JoeCat who just does reviews of character creation systems for video games, most of them MMOs. And I'm like, ah, this is nice. I'll never have to play Warcraft again. <laughs> what is this game for, Tanner? This MMO that I'm talking about today is Digimon Masters. Yay! Digimon, Digimon, Digimon Monsters, Digimon, Digimon are the champions, champions, charging you out of the butthole with <laughs> microtransaction merch! <laughs> so Digimon Masters is actually the second Digimon MMO. Both on uh, Morpagers for Digimon have come out of South Korea. Mm-hmm. The very first one was called Digimon Battle. Okay. And... Until 2010, it could only be accessed by those who had a Korean internet resident key. But now it is free for everyone to use, except it's still, like, a 10-year-old game. (laughs) (laughs) But then they made, I think in... Yeah, 2011, they made Digimon Masters, which, as far as I can tell, was made by the same development company, but it was, like, far better graphically. Uh, Gameplay-wise, it's pretty much the same. Digimon Masters kind of suffers the problem that a lot of MMOs have, where it's, like... Every day, you go to the people, and they say, Bring me 20 horns of Ikakumon! And so you go, and you kill a bunch of Ikakumon, and get 20 horns, and you go back to them. They're like, Thank you for these horns! Here is 20 gold! Go buy your- go see a Star's War! <laughs> I was extremely heavily invested in Digimon Masters for about a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, during which time I- it, it is free to play, but if you want any Digimon other than the starter Digimon, you either have to have extremely good luck with the random numbers game, or you can just buy them off the game store, which is what I did. And let me guess, they're asking for credit cards? Oh, yeah. Like, it's a, it's mm. not a scam. Let me be fair. It's 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 not a, a identity theft. It's, okay. If you consider, if you consider loot boxes, actually, no, because it's not even loot boxes. Like, if you pay for the Vmon egg, you get Vmon. It's just the fact that so much of the content you want is locked behind monetary transactions that you mu- you might as well be paying a monthly fee anyways, if you want it. Yeah. Uh, I now I didn't end up as deep in the hole as I was when I was playing. Uh, what was it? Avengers Academy on the iPhone, which I probably yeah. dropped like five hundred dollars on when I was playing it. Yeah. Uh, no, Digimon Masters. I think I had only spent up to sixty Canadian bucks, and I was like, you know, I should cut myself off. I feel like I'm going to develop a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did end up bringing my laptop to university. Because this is when I was playing it in 2015, or no, 2014, my last semester. And I was bringing my laptop to the university to play it in between classes. And people would give me funny looks because you you know my laptop. You know this is not a gaming computer. I boot up Digimon Masters and my laptop just starts going... Ah! <laughs> it was actually in pain. My Digimon actually reached his hand out through the screen screen and smacked me and said, Stop it! <laughs> Apple computers are not meant for this sort of stuff. Yeah, I'm always surprised when people release, like, actual games on a Mac system. 
Like, like even a mm-hmm. desktop computer is not a gaming computer, but you're going to release Arkham City on it? Like, the whole port? Sure. Okay, I... I per- Apparently I could play Hades on this thing, but only technically, not actually. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you better, like, have your room down to about minus 20 for it not to fucking die. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's Saskatchewan, so that is doable. Yeah, it's called getting, like, an extension cord and going outside. <laughs> <laughs> the four seasons in Saskatchewan. Spring, <laughs> construction, fall, and gamers. <laughs> Do we have fall? I mean, it's more we- of a... Pr- you know what? No, we really don't have... At least this year we didn't have fall. We just had a slightly longer yeah. summer, and then it was like, oh, it's November, we should start snowing. Well, we at least got the... Got like the leaf transition. That is true. That was nice. Yeah. But also the weather stayed extremely nice for a while. Yeah. Anyway, Digimon Masters. Digimon Digital Monsters Masters. <laughs> yeah. The the entire premise of the game was that you, you have a Digimon, you go around, you fight other Digimon, make Digimon stronger. You digivolve into champion, digivolve to ultimate, you digivolve to all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's it. Uh, there were probably raids because... If you're in an MMO, you have a raid, which is when you team up with a bunch of other players. Because the massive multiplayer, there's there's massive amounts of multiplayers in the, the Memorburger game. Mm-hmm. And you team up with them and you go on a raid mm-hmm. to fight a really big, powerful boss that you couldn't beat on your own. But then you just it, th- use that to get loot, the special loot, and I guess bragging rights rewards. Yeah. It's how MMOs work. And so it's the struggle yeah. of creating, really rebooting any MMO is just... You need to find a through line that gets people invested beyond just the daily grind. Like, Final Fantasy XIV has a whole plot going on. Mm -hmm. Warcraft also allegedly has a plot, but usually, I think for the past eight years, all their plots have been, hey, the the latest leader of the Horde, you, you know that whole, like, the the camaraderie and this all all this grouping of the the wayward and destitute species on the world that are like the orcs and the trolls and the undead that were all like banished from their homelands and had to scrounge to make a new living in this world no they've all teamed up together and it's all this ragtag bunch of misfits and you can be part of that and everyone loves each other and then like every two years is like oh by the way the latest leader of the horde has turned evil <laughs> they've gone insane and become a raid boss even Sylvanas Windrunner who's everyone's favorite horde character well probably not everyone's favorite but everybody loved Sylvanas until like Sylvanas decided you know what's great? Genocide yeah that'll get everybody to turn on you and that was before she actually was like that before she became leader but then they elected Vol'jin leader at the end of one expansion then he died in the opening cutscene of the next expansion and then Sylv- he was like in my dying breath I in my offensive Jamaican accent declare Sylvanas to be the new horde uh, war leader and Sylvanas is like excellent I'm going to kill everyone and turn us into sexy zombies and everyone's like no don't do that Sylvanas <laughs> but Sylvanas said too late I've become a raid boss <laughs> Meanwhile, all the Alliance are great and perfect and beautiful because they're all Western Europeans or hot elves or sexy wolves. Or who else is in the Alliance now? No, I think that covers everyone. Goat people. I'm not going to mimic the goat person from uh, Amnesty. (laughs) (laughs) I thought about it and then I'm like, nope. I'm not a McElroy. Yep, you heard it here first. Billy from Taz Amnesty was actually a Drayne the entire time. (laughs) <laughs> no, I am. I'm gonna. I'm gonna re-download World of Warcraft. I'm gonna make a Drain A character, and I'm gonna go onto the Wonder Roleplay servers. I'm gonna roleplay as Billy. 
<laughs> Some night elf walks up to me like, I am Thalanthanul, like the latest son. I have lived here for 300 years and I defend the wood against the evil of the undead. And what is your story? More pizza! <laughs> Good so, story. Okay, so anyways, Digimon. Do you remember Digimon? <laughs> this episode used to be about that. <laughs> no, okay, so I, th I think at some point I was trying to say that the, the struggle of, making, of rebooting any MMO is that you kind of have to reboot the concept of an MMO to begin with. Because you need a story to keep people hooked in an MMO, and you also need activities that people can participate in in a multiplayer way, so they can like make friendships and bonds over the MMO. Because you're friends with someone over the MMO, then you stay friends and you stay in the MMO. Yeah. And then Digimon also, uh, a Digimon MMO has another thing going for it that, as far as I can tell, none of these uh, games have ever capitalized on, which is the fact that you are going through your MMO with a friend already built in because it's your Digimon. It is your very own uh, fighting Tamagotchi. Mm -hmm. So here's my idea for a Digimon Masters reboot. Go going by how they went from Digimon Battle to Digimon Masters, this could just be the third entry in this company's Digimon MMO career. Yeah. I don't know what it would call it. Digimon... I don't... Just, let's just call it Digimon Online. Yeah, sure. Sometimes it's referred. this is referred to as Digimon Masters Online, but let's just... This is just Digimon Online. Yeah. It's just Digimon, it's just online. And, like, <laughs> one of the biggest anime franchises out there goes by Sword Art Online, so there. Exactly. What a wham moment if they, like, announce the next iteration of the, the story, and it's like, Sword Art Offline. <laughs> Go the fuck outside, Kirito! <laughs> <laughs> so, so here's my idea. First off, Digimon games like this kind of falter when it's about collecting Digimon, because that's Pokemon's steez. Yes. Is the collection. Yeah. With a game, and it, you can kind of do, my idea is kind of based off of the Digimon World games, not the story games, which mm -hmm. were sometimes branded as world games in America. So there's, the, the, the in the Digimon video game franchise, the, the two big ones are Digimon World and Digimon Story. Digimon World is you get a partner, and through various Digivolution convolutions, you can Digivolve that Digimon into basically any Digimon. But you never have more than one. Or in Next Order, you have two, but like it's always just those two. You don't have like a storage system where you're putting more Digimon that you find. Yeah. Digimon Story, you are doing that. Digimon Story is explicitly you have like several farms and you're putting Digimon in the farms and raising them while also taking several out to be your party. And especially in, uh, what was the most recent one? Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth. In those ones, uh, you could like take any Digimon and just zigzag it through various trees, so it could like the same entity could become all the Digimon. But you don't need to do that because you could all just just keep all the Digimon on hand with you. Okay. Now I want to go more of a world route, so let's call this Digimon World Online. That makes sense. Okay. Digimon World of Warcraft. <laughs> Uh, you go into the game and you get one Digimon, and that is your only Digimon. And the Digimon you pick is basically going to be the class that you pick if you were to doing like a Warcraft or actually Final Fantasy XIV. It has classes, but it's it does the job system. Like you could be any class in FF14. I'm getting away from myself. Okay. We're assuming that this is one where you pick a class and you stick with that class and you're in that class forever. Okay. So for example, if you pick Ogmon at the beginning, 
that's like the equivalent of picking the fighter class. Yeah. Whereas if you pick Patamon, that's like picking the mage class. And if you pick Salamon, that would be the priest or the healer class. Mm-hmm. Now, because th- there's so many Digimon, there's so fucking many Digimon. I love how fucking many Digimon there are, but there's so damn many. Another idea I had was that multiple Digimon can represent the same class with no mechanical differences. Okay. So going back to... It's just mostly a skin thing? Yeah. So let's say you want to play a fighter, but you don't want to pick the Agumon line. Well, then you can pick the Gabumon line. And Gabumon will still digivolve into Gurumon, where Gururon, Metal Gururumon. And, like, aesthetically, it'll be completely different from the Agumon line. But mechanically, with numbers and statistics and the code itself, they still function exactly the same. And it is just up to your personal preference of, do I want Agumon, do I want Gabumon, or to whichever other Digimon. That could open a lot of doors down the road for developing this game because since the Digimon are more based on your aesthetic preferences than any mechanical stuff, you could just load a whole bunch of Digimon into a class. And so it's like, you want to be a fighter. And mechanically, there's a whole bunch of like the same ways, but there's 30 different Digimon lines you could pick and still be a fighter. Yeah. And one isn't going to be any better or worse than the other. It does come down to skill and how you raise your Digimon. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, there, you, you can definitely do stuff where it's, like, alternate digivolution paths within that line that can be, like, different uh, specs of it. So, for example, you could have Patamon as the, the priest-type character, and that's, that's what happens when you go through the Angemon line. But maybe Patamon actually ends up going through the Devimon line, and that's still a priest, but, like, in Warcraft, they have shadow priests that do shadow damage. Yeah. And then there's also, like, protection stuff, so maybe instead of going through the normal Angemon line, you go to, like... Pitomon and then uh, Gardimon and then Clavisangemon. And it's like, I don't heal, but I've, I've got Chuck-a-Lock full of force fields. Yeah. Look at all the shields I have. <laughs> Stuff like that. So it's different variations on the class, but it's still the class. And just because you are using Clavisangemon and another person is using, uh, I don't know, Craniumon, they're still technically the same part of the skill tree of that same class, and so they're going to work the same. And then you don't have to worry about picking the Digimon, and everyone's like, aha, you, your favorite Digimon is weak and pathetic, and you're like, no, it's not. It is identical to yours. Mm-hmm. Numamon is literally exactly as powerful as Greymon, and that is facts. Yes. <laughs> um, as for the classes themselves, there probably wouldn't be that many, because like we're, we're, we're bringing this down to Vera Essentials. It would be like the caster, the glass cannon. The tank, yeah. the fighter, the healer, and the bard, which would focus on like buffs and debuffs. And then maybe just like a ranged variation on the fighter, the ranger. Yeah. Although most Digimon have ranged attacks, so maybe even just it's the it's the the fightums it's the fightums class. Yeah. So because of the Digimon game, I would also like to incorporate things like actually raising the Digimon into this. Yeah. So there would definitely be parts of the game where it's like you have to make sure you're feeding your mon, you have to make sure you're letting them use the bathroom and rest and play. And the playing would be a big thing because just just imagine. Instead of just fighting all the time, you can take your Digimon to, like, an arcade or a carnival. Yeah. And you can, you could go on, imagine you and your Digimon on a roller coaster full of other people and all their Digimon. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone is on a roller coaster together and we're all friends. Yay! 
Or maybe somehow make it competitive roller coasters. <laughs> Actually, no, no, yes, yes. You have you have two roller coasters side by side, and it's like it's like a hot key or like a rhythm mini game, and everyone has to like hit the keys at the right time, and like it averages out, and whoever has like the most synchronicity and the best rhythm, their roller coaster goes faster. <laughs> Which is an extremely Digimon thing to do. Yes. Because when it, when it comes to digital world, I want to uh, use the aesthetics of the Digimon Adventure, where just like anything, literally anything could happen in the digital world. Yes. We can have like an ice place exactly right beside a jungle. Mm-hmm. And right smack in the middle of them, there is a 50s diner. Yep. I remember watching the original anime way back when I was a kid, and like there was just something about it where it felt like it was a... A weird, like, I don't want to say dumping ground for all the internet stuff, but it kind of... It was like the subconscious of the internet. Yeah. A lot of people describe the internet as as being like an ocean where we mostly stick to, like, the top, like, 10% of the internet. But there's, like, so much accumulation over the past, like, 20 years, or 30 years, really, that there's lower depths of dead sites and all sorts of other detritus that we have no fucking clue about. Yeah. Well, I think like most uh, most Digimon iterations, they say how Digimon came to be essentially through just the advancement of ghosts. Like the literal meaning of ghosts in the machine, yeah, is just stray bits of code that have clumped together to create new directives within a program that no one intended because they didn't realize that they could do that. Like they were disregarded as unimportant, and the Digimon are just a result of so many of those ghosts kind of clumping together, and now they're a dinosaur. Yeah. And I, I think Digimon Adventure, I mean, parts of Digimon Tamers too, but Digimon Tamers had a much more consistent aesthetic going on in it. Also, Digimon Tamers really felt like it was a much larger digital world, uh, mm-hmm. probably because everyone was constantly getting separated from each other when they were in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just Digimon Adventures. The dub kind of helped with this too, because apparently they didn't get nearly as weird in the Japanese dub. Like, you know, in the second episode, there's a scene where all the Tamers, like, they find a bunch of phone booths on the beach. In the Japanese version, yeah. they like they try dialing home and all they get is like dial tones. Okay. But in the dub, like they're picking it up and it's like at uh, like the time is six forty five. At the sound of the tone, there will be bananas. <laughs> I wonder if that's just a North American thing. No, yeah, it, w- it was just a, a dub thing because the the Digimon dub came out in the era of lull destruction where everyone must be making a joke. Yeah. So if, if there's ever, like, a scene of destruction or a fight, and then you can just hear the, the kids making off-screen commentary, that was probably added in by the American dubbers. Especially if it was a pun or a pop culture reference. <laughs> the reason the Digimon dub is wacky is because, a lot of people forget this, Digimon was dubbed by Saban. Oh, yeah. So the, the people behind Power Rangers also made Digimon. Yep. <laughs> which actually ended up kneecapping Power Rangers a little bit. <laughs> oh frick! Yeah. Um. So yeah. So like, have have fun with your partner. Don't just constantly be going on fights. Actually, it's probably detrimental to your Digimon if they're just fighting all the time. Yeah. Oh, imagine what if there's a mechanic where like if you're fighting too much, the Digimon goes like berserk. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You can unlock this new evolution, but it's Dark Greymon or something. Or what was the skeleton form of Greymon called? Skull Greymon. Yeah, Skull Greymon. It's been a long time since I've interacted with a Digimon. Um, they're also like in a similar vein. If your Digimon isn't happy with you, they're probably going to disobey you. Like Pokemon has this, 
but it only has it like when you're playing on your own. Like your Digimon's not going to get pissed off at you when you're in like an online tournament. But on Digimon Online, we're we're gonna let this happen. If you if you have not taken your Digimon to the amusement park often enough, you're gonna be in the middle of like the grand tournament. Digimon, your Digimon's gonna turn to you and be like, you know what? Screw this. And it'll just leave. Well, not leave. It'll just sit. It's gonna sit and it's gonna pout. I'm not fighting till you give me a cookie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a Zulong Mon says it's my turn to use the Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> so bringing up final fantasy probably just gonna be doing a whole lot of jobs yeah like that that'll be another major thing is doing the jobs and there is there's not that much getting around that other than just giving you other things to do yeah like that's that's why i said let's go to amusing park let's go to the arcade let's go to like the bookstore yeah Ma make the shopping center look like an actual mall but, mm -hmm. I don't know, still give it, like, that Digimon twist where it's, like, you go to another... Instead of just going up an escalator, you enter, like, a gravity inverter. Yeah. <laughs> you tilt the camera up and everyone's just walking on the ceiling. And maybe throw in some Neopets-like chaos by letting uh, users create their own storefronts. Oh, that would be bonkers yonkers. Yeah. Oh, oh, you... I bet you could do that, because... Well, if we have, like, a crafting system, like, maybe people who make a surplus can also run a store. Yeah, yeah. That I don't know if that is a thing in MMOs or like it's an actual storefront, unless you consider Neopets an MMO. And you could on a very technical level, you could. I'm generally surprised that Neopets never tried to make a legitimate MMO like mm -hmm. on the scale of World of Warcraft. Yeah, weren't ambitious enough. <laughs> but no, I can kind of see like there, there'd be like the the normal in-game storefronts, and but then like you could go to a thing. It's like you. You turn a crank and, and or you're punching the code and it's like it's like a wheel just kind of spins and then because it's all digital so it's whatever yeah and it just lands on this person's storefront and they've like customized it out you customize the designs in like an Animal Crossing way so it can be like all patterns and stuff or like all, all like a bunch of neon lights and stuff you you can pick like a custom a custom shop owner so like some people maybe it is just their like a, a version of their Digimon but some people maybe some people like Digimon Digimon walks out this old grandpa it's like eh, what do you want you, you want to buy 700 leather coats? <laughs> yeah, I think that would be fun. A bunch of people are going to put Chameleon Mon in there as a shout out to Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. Oh, that's a cool... Like, they should just implement that in most MMOs. Personalized storefronts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Neopet Neopet's last bastion of the old internet should be looked to <laughs> for many points of influence. Yeah, and then we could be like to our children, look children, this is what the internet used to be like. <laughs> in in the Digimon World Online. <laughs> no, Dig yeah, Digimon World Online is now actually just a text-based <laughs> multi-user game. Ah. When it came to the world, and let's say you're doing the exploring part, how possible would it be to add an element of randomness where maybe you go to a place and it kind of changes on you? That could be done, but that would have to be um, like a personalized instance or a group instance. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't have the world constantly shifting when you've got like a hundred thousand players on a server. Yeah. That's but if it's just problems. 10 people in their own little sub instance and it's even more justifiable in the digital world where it's like oh yeah you and you the, your group walked through the door you got shuffled into like this 
uh, server, literally this yeah. server, and but the other group went to a different server. But it's fine. Like you don't have to worry about interacting, and like that's something on a smaller scale you can definitely deal with a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just I was thinking like, how do you replicate that digital world feel where like adding to the whole randomness of like what the kids would walk into, where it was pretty dreamlike when you think about it. Oh yeah, I mean you you can have a lot of static elements and still get that because it's. It, it, you could you'd be walking walk through the forest and you find a like a, just a phone booth or a whole bunch of streetlights. Yeah, like in my head, it's almost like Salvador Dali sort of surrealism. Mm-hmm. But that stuff that like it can stay the same. Like, yeah, you, you you can still set your map by the light post growing out in the middle of there, <laughs> a literal <laughs> Narnia street lamp. <laughs> But yeah, just just put in like uh, major things or even little things. Like maybe we're in a cityscape, but one of the instead of a building, there is just a giant tree. Mm-hmm. And you can also bring in stuff that was in the show itself. Like go go to Digitamon's diner, have Puppetmon's mansion there, yeah. Devimon's spa. You can even <laughs> oh, you can even have an event where the Dark Masters make Spiral Mountain. Yeah, because every if we're going off the both actually most uh, MMO expansions, they usually add a new area to explore. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just like the buildup is here's like you spend a month watching as Spiral Mountain slowly rises out of the ocean, and then the expansion releases like okay, now go kill them. Nice, yeah. And yeah, because uh, so so doing doing the odd jobs and like the combat would be pretty much the same as anything. Like mm-hmm. you're you're ordering your Digimon around. That that's you're giving your Digimon commands. Yeah, and of course, if you haven't balanced all the stuff, then it's just gonna not listen to you correctly. So you do have to do it right. So that Digimon's like, "Yes, I love throwing huge energy orbs at the embodiments of death. It is my favorite thing." <laughs> and now you're going to give me a lemonade. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe on character creation, you could set your Digimon's personality too. Yeah, one of the things in Digimon. Uh, Digimon world dawn and dusk which was digimon story dawn and dusk is that if i remember correctly each digimon had a randomly assigned personality okay. um but that basically meant that like if you you could have like a myotas mon but it had a sassy personality so you've got this guy who's supposed to be a dark cultured vampire and he's like i love to cheerlead <laughs> but i'm just thinking you could definitely give it like a snooty personality see now you're just give a snooty personality to gatomon and that's just the digimon equivalent of raymond from animal crossing yeah but i'm also picturing like gatomon could very easily be that picture of the the victorian children cats yes <laughs> feed me tamer for i am but flesh and bone oh my tamer cares not for me <laughs> so um for whatever reason i went down a bit of a rabbit hole when it came to like um like the origin of photography and old photos and all that and i discovered that people were taking lolcat photos all the way back in the victorian era (laughs) god i love you know what i love photos i love from the victorian era are the photos that are supposed to be of children by themselves Mm-hmm. But you've got the mothers like trying to resort to tricks to, to make it to keep <laughs> to, the children calm, and so and many of them so it's just like they have a black curtain draped over their bodies, but you can see their hands coming out from around to like hold the child, and it's like, ah, oh, yes, here's here's baby Jeffrey and death. <laughs> I 
it's honestly nothing new. Yeah. There's probably plenty of photos where, like, the parent was holding the baby up from behind at the Sears. Oh, no. The, I think at some point there was a cultural shift and it's like, you know what? I don't care if this child is bawling their eyes out. We're getting the photo with Santa. We're, yeah. I mean, we have that great photo of the one woman in the middle of taking his sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, long exposures. <laughs> this is actually on topic. I, as far as I know, I was never scared of Santa. I got really scared at Easter Bunny once, but I was never scared of Santa. Uh, but one time, <laughs> I called out an office party Santa for my dad's Christmas party because I was like, mm-hmm. "Remember, I was pretty young when World of Warcraft came out." Yeah. So I go and so Santa is like, "Oh, what do you want for Christmas, Tanner?" Like, I would like World of Warcraft. Ho ho ho! What's that? And like, you should know. You're Santa. You should know what the latest and greatest in massively multiplayer online gaming technology is. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, see, I was genuinely, like, I would scream at Santa. Just... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. Nobody knows why, but yeah. It took me years before I would sit on Santa's lap. But yeah, good call out on Santa. I mean, he is the master of capitalism. He should know what the fuck children want. Exactly. I still didn't get my figure skating Barbie, though. <laughs> you you must have been naughty. I mean, it, it. she did come out not long after my brother's birth, and um, sibling rivalry is very real. Oh, no. <laughs> I once tried to push my brother out of our shared room when he was still in his crib. Like, I tried to get the crib out of the room. <laughs> I'm evicting you! <laughs> I was three. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna put him back in the mailbox. Yep. <laughs> Dear Santa, when you drop off my presents, can you take my brother with you? <laughs> he will be a good elf. <laughs> Lots of children want baby brothers. I do not. <laughs> Produce, reuse, recycle. (laughs) I was fine being on my own, but then everything went to shit when my father returned. (laughs) No, honestly, when I was a baby or a toddler, like, I was super clingy to my mom. So, like, when my mom would, like, go into a store by herself to get something, she would, like, hand me over to dad and I would immediately start screaming bloody murder. Oh, no. <laughs> dad was like, yep, just come and arrest me. That's not very March Sisters of you. No. Papa! Papa has returned from war! You're like, oh, who the fuck is this? So, the ultimate point of this is, at some point, a, there, a Santa Digimon will show up in an in-game event, and you can put your Digimon on Santa's lap. Yay! And, and there is a chance, you can raise them perfectly, and there is a chance they'll have just freak the fuck out of Santa. Mm-hmm. You start in an instance where you must fight Santa. Yeah! <laughs> fight Santa to get presents. Yes, that's how it works. Yes. Honestly, I think we've covered everything that I would like to see in a Digimon MMO. Oh, riding. So you can actually ride your Digimon in Digimon Masters uh, for a, cool. a fee. A real money fee. Yeah. That should just come with evolving, I think. Yeah. Or at the very least, 
have it be like um what so when you do get mounts in warcraft i don't know if it's the same now but i know at some point you bought your mount but then you also bought training for your mount and then i think oh no i think how it is now is you can spend money to get training for like an advanced mount but that just means that like mm -hmm. you're you can go faster on a mount and it doesn't specifically has to be a better mount and so I can it think I think it can be a thing like that where it's like a side quest to unlock the ability to ride on your Digimon, mm -hmm. and so even if if it's Champion Ultimate or Mega, you can still ride. The, you're you're not going to be able to ride on Rookie, yeah. but the other levels you can ride. And then they can even do another thing Warcraft that was going to do. So so one of the races in World of Warcraft are the Tauren, which are basically Minotaurs but with the personality of stereotypical First Nations people. Um, okay. and because they're extremely large, originally they weren't going to get a racial mount. They were just going to have a thing called planes running, which is mechanically exactly the same. The only difference is that instead of them getting a mount, they would just run really fast. Uh, and then yeah. they did get a mount. They got big lizard rhinos. Mm -hmm. So Digimon can have a similar thing where it's like, if you have Gatomon, obviously you cannot ride Gatomon. Yeah. But for the same price as it would take another player to ride their Digimon, Gatomon can just, like, inspire you or ca cast an aura that makes the two of you run faster together. Yeah. Which, of course, causes the very funny image of, like, someone, they're walking through town, normal speed to Salomon, Salomon glows, Digimon to Gatomon, the two of them strike a pose, and then, yum! <laughs> and then, of course, with the humanoid Digimon, they're just, like, either you're riding their shoulder or they're just, like, carrying you bridal style. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, th there could be options. Like, do you want to be carried like this in Vital Style? Do you want to do a piggyback? Do you want them to just fireman carry you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would have been nice to have had, or at least fun to have had in uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon, when you could be carried by uh, Machamp. <laughs> yes. That, that was Vital Style too, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Bartle style, but it was like, hey, could I like switch to a fireman carry, or could I just get a piggyback? <laughs> I mean, dude's got four arms. <laughs> True. Oh, Seraphimon, hold me in your masculine arms. <laughs> That's all I can think of. This is this is going to be an actually shorter episode. Yeah, <laughs> there's only so much we can you can do with both Digimon and Digimon Masters. Mm -hmm. Like, because I don't want to get into plot stuff because I feel. I feel like plot-wise it would take a page out of Final Fantasy XIV where it has plenty of original stuff but also many plots that are homages to other entries in Digimon. Yeah, and I think we could also just like load up on the Easter eggs because if we're drawing from the internet, like, hey, you're like digging around this one dungeon or whatever and you find um, a really old um, a meme from like the early days of Tumblr. <laughs> no, go prior to... <laughs> You, you go to the depths of a dungeon because you're told there's an ancient treasure, but it turns out to be the original lolcat. Yeah. <laughs> you get rickrolled at least a couple of times. You have but to. But see, see what ha it has to be that like like the data of all these old memes was turned into Digimon over the course of time. <laughs> so you're not getting rickrolled by Rick Astley. You're getting rickrolled by like Citrusmon. Yes. <laughs> Let, let the dub writers work on it just so they can put some weird shit into it. Yes. Oh, we could have so much fun with, like, the random telephone booths. <laughs> yeah, I actually found some of the actual quotes from them. <laughs> this number only exists in your imagination. Please hang up and don't call back. <laughs> At the tone, the time will be exactly 45 miles per hour and 90 seconds. <laughs>
did Saban also do the dub for the movie? Because there yep. were some really great lines from. Yeah. <sighs> oh, there were such great lines from that one. <laughs> oh, oh, what, what if? So, what if there's a Diaboromon event, but it starts with you like getting mischarged stuff whenever you go shopping for supplies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And there's there there's a Biomon running the till. All right, and it looks like your total comes to one thousand one hundred what nine hundred. What? Oh yeah, that's what it says. Wow, that must be really good chocolate. Paper or plastic? <laughs> Did you see that? No, I was sleeping. But you're driving. <laughs> it's a, there's one town that has a store. It's probably the same town that has the meat farm. Yeah. Actually, no. Yes. Yes. So there's the town, and it's like the cottage industry is the meat farm because every Digimon world has a meat farm. Apparently. Or it's just it's just like. Chicken wings growing out of the ground. <laughs> but in that same town, there's also a restaurant with a tamer. And but she's she's literally just Ty's mom. And she like you can buy all the weird stuff from her. <laughs> like her three bean salad with two beans. <laughs> I, I was thinking more of the beef jerky shakes. Oh yeah, the beef jerky shakes. <laughs> <laughs> all circuits are busy. Try again later. All circuits are busy. Try again later. All circuits are still busy. Didn't you hear me? What? But I, it's busy! Sorry, lady. <laughs> Thank you for visiting meow.com. <laughs> yeah, actually, the, the same dubbers went back and dubbed like a majority of the movies that came after that. So mm. they did the O2 movie. They did both Tamers movies. I don't know if they did the Frontier movies, but I think they did. Okay. <laughs> and in the one of the Tamers movie, Runaway Locomon, there's like the... What's his name? Yeah. Yagami? The blonde guy. The blonde guy with the sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's like talking to the people and they're like, oh, oh, sir, the train's gone out of control. You've got to be joking. I'm sorry, sir, but I was born without a sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who was the vampire mon? That was... Myotis mon. Myotis mon. Okay, I gotta say someone has to do a shout out to the abridged version of Alucard. Please and thank you. I mean, I don't think they'd be able to get that pass. This is... <laughs> I don't think they can cuss that hard in Digimon World, the <laughs> online game. Okay, but the voice would be great. <laughs> Just the voice of the charisma, please. <laughs> uh, well, actually, okay, the voice might be doable, because I think most of the people behind Ultimate Housing Abridged are actual voice actors now. Yeah. I'm sorry, Tamers, but haven't he you heard the latest sensation sweeping the Digination? Bucking on the I, see, I feel like my, if there's a Myotismon raid dungeon, it's going to be more Castlevania. <laughs> okay, yeah, maybe. Or they could do Lestat. He's a blonde. What? What is a Digimon? A miserable pile of secrets. <laughs> a miserable pile of zip files. <laughs> also, also Myotismon would probably have a little bit of uh, Raul Julia's bison in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for you it was the most important day of your life but for me it was Tuesday <laughs> you, you gotta put a little bit of a digi spin on it so it's like <laughs> the internet superhighway it it can send emails from Japan it can send emails from New York to Japan at lightning speed but it can also levitate me <laughs> <laughs> You, you have arrived to face a virus, Digimon, but instead you now have to fight 
a god. <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone everyone who powered leveled up to that point is like, dude, you're not even mega. Come on. <laughs> and then, of course, he does digivolve into Venomayo's spine. He's like, behold my cock monster. <laughs> We intend to sell this to children. <laughs> you know what they say about Venomiotismon? Dick to bomb. <laughs> okay, I think we've reached a point. Yeah. Other than adding in Points have definitely sounds, been made tonight. Like, yeah. Uh, so, uh, while you have the image of Raul Julia's Myotismon in your brain, <laughs> fresh in your brain, we're going to um, digiport over to a friendship photo. No, let me say that again, because that sounds like porno. <laughs> I was about to say something. So while you have the image of Raul Julia's Myotismon fresh in your brain with his monster dong, um, <laughs> we are going to digiport over to a friendship promo. This is an ad for a Pokemon actual play podcast. But this isn't your dad's Pokemon world. This is a serious Pokemon world. We're dark. We're edgy. There's death and crime and darkness across the world. Tanner, I keep getting attacked by bird Pokemon! Tanner, my Tyro keeps getting out of his baby harness! I'm stuck in the ghost zone again! <laughs> okay, okay, fine. It's... Listen... We might be a bit darker and have more swear words than a normal Pokemon actual play, but it's still a pretty fun romp through the Pokemon world with some great friends who love each other and Pokemon. So if you want to check it out, then come on down to Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium, part of the Pokecasters Network. And you can find any episode of Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium on your podcatcher of choice. Like what you hear? Remember to leave us a rating and review. And follow us on Twitter at PKMN underscore millennium. See you in Sinnoh! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Damn! And now my clothes have little flame decals on them. <laughs> So, Lindsay, where can people find you on the internet? I can be found on Twitter at lindsaym476. That's Lindsay spelled with an A, and you can get to all my other social media bullshit. Social media bullshits from there. Tanner, where can people find you? You can find me on the Digi Twitter at SparkyUpstart and on the Digi Instagram at SparkyYoungUpstart. You can also Digi find this very Digi podcast on Twitter at N-I-I-R-Y-F pod. Those are the letters for not if I reboot you first, and they're pronounced Digi Overrunners! Email us at notifireboutyoufirst at gmail.com where you can send our comics, critiques, criticisms, and digidestined ideas. That's where you could send us a friendship promo, be it an audio clip, or a proof for us to read. Either way, we'll put in a free ad for your podcast, your YouTube, even your DeviantArt. You could even ask to be a guest, but if you do, make sure you send us a hint instead of the entire idea because we like being surprised. 
If you'd like to support us directly, we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash first. where in theory we have a bevy of bonuses, but the fact of the matter is, we like, so we're supposed to try and put out a monthly bonus episode, and we've managed to do that once since we hit the uh, threshold for that, because mm-hmm. truth be told, we never expected to get enough patrons to actually worry about doing that. Yeah. So, uh, come the new year... We should try and do that, or try and figure something out with our Patreon. We like we are sorry that you're you're paying for a product that you're not getting right now. Uh, we yeah. do extremely appreciate the, um, what people are giving us, though, because uh, it's just bonkers that people like us enough to give us some money. Mm-hmm. So I do want to thank our current patrons, who are Charlie, Cassidy, Christina, Julia, and Rem. Thank you all. Uh, we especially appreciate it because of aforementioned reasons. Also because we know that times are rough. I mean, times are often rough for most people, but mm-hmm. especially right now. And if you are, we totally understand you being more comfortable giving your money to important causes, such as helping with relief efforts for the earthquake in Croatia or any other situation going on, humanitarian, social justice, donate money to your food banks and homeless shelters if you're able to. Yeah. Still, if you want to support us, it is just as helpful to leave a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice for us. And if you can't find us on your podcatcher of choice, then contact me and I'll try and get us in there. Not if I reboot you first is a member of the Corner Podcast Network, and you can find out more about the other awesome shows to share the network with at CornerPodNet on Twitter. And last but not least, our cover art, as always, is by Alex, a.k.a. Pachu, and her work can be found on ptchew.com. And our theme music is done by our friend Sean Clake, and you can contact us how to find out how to contact him if you'd like music of his own for your own. Or you can send your Digimon into the internet, and they will track down his contact info information themselves. So, Tanner. So, Lindsay. Next week's episode, we're going to space the final frontier. These will be the voyages of the Star Trek Nerf! Daryl Lindsay, I'm a podcaster, not a doctor. (laughs) Yes, good. I can't wait. Uh, Oh, also, this is the first episode of the new year. Happy New Year! Happy New Year, peoples! But not if we reboot you first. Bye.